it's my fault. I know I'm sorry. It's just I got all paranoid that you guys would move on and start doing rich stuff, and I'd never see you guys again because you'd go, you'd be going to eyes wide shut parties or hunting people for sport with Tommy Hilfiger or whatever rich people are supposed to do. I don't know that quote. I don't think either of you do. Hmm. It feels like an Adam Sandler movie. I don't. I don't think you know it. No. I am giving my shout out to a show that I wish was on our on our uh, bracket here for the most rewatchable. It's called Happy Endings. Oh yeah, you, you've told me about that show. Yes, it is a fantastic show, and uh, it is one of my most rewatchable. But is not on the list of our brackets because uh, I can't get your guys's input on it because you guys don't know yeah. how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to plug it somewhere. Anyway, welcome to our Utterly Useless podcast, making your time utterly useful. <laughs> With me, across the table from me, I don't have any fancy intro. I thought about it for like two seconds yesterday, and then it disappeared because then I got distracted. Squirrel. Squirrel is Timmy Criddle. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh, he's also Tim the Toolman Taylor. Actually, according to his shirt, he's welcoming you into the Big 12. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Welcome. Criddle's <laughs> <laughs> wearing a BYU shirt, and the news last week broke. Was it was last yeah, week? Yeah, it was about last was week. About yeah, last week. Yeah. Last oh, Friday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it was a while ago. Or, yeah. And obviously, me being a U fan, we're now in the Big 12, too. Crazy, crazy stuff. And then to the right of me, my bigger brother, Aww. Brett Williams. Hello, hello. And then with you is me, Jeremy Williams. I'm here always. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right, I'll start off with merit badge. So my merit badge is called, um, wow, um, is called Ready Player Exercise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I okay. Yeah, you probably oh, okay. Know. You probably know what it is. All right. So I bought a while back a VR headset and Oculus Quest just for the purpose of working out. And I have to say, I succeeded. Like I actually work out. It's fun. I don't know why anybody would pay like I was thinking about this. I'm like, people pay thousands of dollars for those bicycles what are they called oh uh, yeah peloton, peloton? Mm-hmm, and all yeah. that stuff and then they have to have a subscription on top of that yeah so now you're paying like 30 bucks a month you already paid a thousand plus money for the the bike i paid around 200 for an oculus quest the depending on if you do monthly annually and all that stuff the subscription it can be like somewhere around 10 to 15 dollars and it's fun you get to hear the music that you you know it's not any kind of weird music which uh if you ever heard of beat saber you know, unless you pay extra you can you don't know any of the songs hmm. um but it's a really good workout like i i enjoy it it is and it is a like i do the 30 minute ones and like yeah you get tired and you get sore by the end of it and it's and it's fun it like passes the time in a fun way although like just like about any time I exercise, I don't know if you experience this, Brett. Or like when you exercise, like 
when you do aerobic or something, you're like, I'm, I'm hating this now that I'm doing this. Like I'm in this, but I'm going to finish it. And mm-hmm. like, like, so some of the songs I'm like, I hate this song now cause it needs to finish. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. It yeah. just keeps going. You're uh-huh. like, no, like, um, they played, uh, I want to say Freebird or something like that. Leonard Skinner Freebird. And that song's a really long song and it just kept going. Yeah, well, you know, one of these days we need to just sit down and just do like a merit badge off. Just kind of sit there and that being like the whole podcast is just kind of, you know, we went on our uh, scout camp or whatever and just keep on relaying it because (laughs) you reminded me of something that happened a while ago. It's not my merit badge, but I agree with you. Like, why do Peloton? I discovered a couple of youtube channels where that's all they do is they just do body weight aerobic stuff and i'm like why would i pay like i'm looking to get rid of my um treadmill so if either of you two are in the market for a free treadmill i i have one it only costs you to get it out of my place um but i and then the funny thing about it was and this is where the merit badge would have come from but i do have a merit badge for today is after a while, YouTube started thinking because the two people, the two channels I follow most are um, Korean made. So it started, and most of the music is K-pop. And so YouTube started thinking that I really like K-pop. <laughs> so it started recommending me all these K-pop videos. I'm like, no, I just exercise. <laughs> you like BTS? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I think it's fun. So to give a plug out for the 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 app is called Supernatural, which I think that's just a weird name for an exercise app. I will put that out there. Um, but it's fun because they, I've hardly ever been to the same location twice. Mm-hmm. Like when they do the like the where you are working out. I was in Utah once. I thought, and I was like, I've never heard of this place, and so I had to look it up. I forgot what what peak it was. But it's really cool, and you do Beat Saber kind of stuff, or you, there's a boxing one. That one wears me out faster than the Beat Saber one does. So, Well, I, I would like for the Oculus to do, or maybe you can do this as, as you're a programmer, uh, create the John Wick workout. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of shooting and rolling around. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just take it outside. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fun. But yeah, that's my mare badge. All right. Well, I'll go next. Uh, mine's not a merit badge. It's I'm earning it today, and it is the four months procrastination pin. Ooh. So I told you guys last week that I had bought a computer mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Today's the day I'm going to open it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. You know what? I could never earn this merit badge. Never in a million years. <laughs> if I bought a computer, it'd be open and running like the second I get home, <laughs> if not earlier. I don't know why it just life got in the way, <laughs> and so t- I am going to break the seal today and take off all that. Plastic. Take off all that plastic very slowly, just satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Playing some music in the background. <laughs> yep, uh, booting it up for the first time. Uh, that fresh computer smell. Now this is a Mac, right? It's a Mac. Is this your first Mac? My first Mac. Oh wow. Okay, so you have to. W- Listen to Endless Love <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. That'll be a f- fun experience. Are you used to Macs at all? Uh, yes. We we have a desktop, oh, okay. a Mac desktop, and it's 
amazing. And oh, okay. So I'm looking forward to the mobile features of a laptop. Oh, yes. You know, so I'm excited. When he said that he has, you know, he's been procrastinating this for a while and he has a desktop, it reminded me, like, he, in my brain, went, he probably has one of those, like, the, 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 the multicolor <laughs> old tube uh, versions of uh, the Mac. Oh, yes. That was... <laughs> I forgot what they're called. I think they were just called iMacs, weren't they? Yeah, but I, they were back in the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. I just, I instantly think of Zoolander when I think of Oh, those. yes. <laughs> the files are inside in the, the computer. <laughs> they're in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny, though. Four months, pin. Woohoo. All right. <laughs> All right, Brett. All right. So I don't. Uh, I don't know how to explain this one. Be- I, I knew it was a merit badge incident happened. And it is so weird. I want to call it the fake eating merit badge. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. Mike, the only time I can think of fake eating is when I pretended to eat all of this back in when I was Well, a kid. it's either the fake eating or practicing eating merit badge. <laughs> I have no idea what to call it, but it was so weird. So right where I live, they're doing some construction, you know, kind of, the city of holidays building themselves up. They're revamping so many businesses and whatnot. And there's this one corner strip mall that they, you know, took out a gas station, did this, did this. And I've just been watching it as I go out on my daily walks. And then about a month ago, they put up a Cafe Rio sign. I'm like, oh, there's a Cafe Rio that's going to be put there. That's neat. And so as I've, you know, slowly just watching this thing come to form, I'm just like, okay. So the other day, I was just like, out of the clear blue, I'm walking past and people are eating on the patio. They're eating inside. And I'm like, when did this thing open? It wasn't open yesterday. It wasn't open last week. When Mm -hmm. did this thing open? And as I'm walking by, there's all these people staring at me with the looks of go away. And in the door, there is a sign that says, we are not open. Please do not ask for food. And so I'm like, so what's this? What's going on? Because there's people eating. Is this pretend eating? Are, are, are they are they pretending to? They're, make... they're there to drive a crowd later. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh hey, I want to eat food. I can't go today, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? And so I was just like, yeah. And so like, uh, what is it? The the very next day they had a partial grand opening, and I'm like, as I was walking by, and you know they're trying to get me in. I'm like, I don't know if I can trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday you can't eat here. Today you can. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. That's weird that there were so many people outside. Yeah, and I was sitting there like, and as I was like looking at the people, I'm like, so are these like the workers that are going to be working here? Who are these people? What is their life story? It really started like fascinating me. Was this a like a crowd that looked like they all were different people, like the Breakfast Club kind of situation? Oh yeah, it was a variety of everybody. It's just like, so do you work here? Are, are you were you a construction worker that helped build this, or were you just some person? And they're just like, "Hey, would you like to pretend to eat food?" We're trying to get people to come here, but not yet. Don't be too inspiring. Exactly. <laughs> Somehow inspire a day later, though. <laughs> That's so, yeah. I have no idea what they call it, but I just remember I was like, "This is my merit badge right here." <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what's going on, but this is weird. That's funny. 
spin the wheel. All right, we have spin the wheel where we have 10 categories of questions. We're going to spin the wheel and decide who is going to be asking what. And I will go first. I have random question. Okay. So you are given a gadget, like a watch or something, that will make you invisible for only one day, and then it will self-destruct. How would you use that invisibility? Hmm. Let's see. I think, you know, an old-fashioned casing of a place would have to go underway. <laughs> I mean... What are you going to case? I don't know, but I would be... I. You know, I, I, I might just kind of like, you know, the day before I would have to you know, write down, like watch a whole bunch of like heist movies and stuff like that and <laughs> and just kind of like go down and then I'd be like, okay, well, I, I think I'm going to have to do this trial by error because I need to be invisible. But if I the things that I touch aren't visible, I can't steal stuff like that. So what I'm going to have to do is I might have to do some white collar crime so I might have to start casing and watching the employees at banks and then kind of, you know, funnel, you know, money into either my bank or an offshore account so that it can't be traced. So I'm going to have to do a whole bunch of research and, uh, you know, nefariousness. What if you, uh, as the bank teller's typing in an account number, you just keep on typing in yours and they accidentally put money into your account? Ooh. Or you could, yeah, you could run computers Back there, like yeah. invisible. So I, I think it would. I think massive amount of research would have to go into this, <laughs> and it, you know, it's not one of those things that I would go in lightly. It's just like, okay. And then also, uh, what can I live with myself doing? Also, exactly. Hmm. Cradle, what if, about you? If I'm not looking at it from a financial, personal gain standpoint, I think it would. I think I'd use it for like a football game that I want to get into, but I can't get tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I just try and sneak in. You're just on the field. Nobody obviously can see you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just watch it from the sideline. Oh, I wonder if you could. Oh, I what? love that. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> here's what I would do. You've just changed my Are mind. Are you going to go to Fenway Park? <laughs> no. What I'm going to do is I am going to basically. So one of I, I, one of my favorite things about the Super Bowl is weird prop bets. And there is a prop bet on what the Gatorade. color Gatorade that the is going to be poured on the coach. There you so go. I would basically select the color and then I would on purpose, you know, it doesn't matter. I would make sure that it was the color you that just carry food dye. Exactly. Cuz it's small enough that even if it was floating, if you held it close to the ground nobody would suspect anything. Exactly. And some like little some little kid would probably see it. Mama, look, that little bottle floated. Like that's nice, dear. <laughs> We're paid lots of money to be here this game. Watch the game. <laughs> Which is sad because generally the lower bowl are the people that are like the corporate people who actually don't care about sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see a kid in the low in any any sporting event and I see a kid on the first floor or on the first row, I mean, I'm just like why why did you bring him? Like, especially when it's a kid that doesn't really know what's going on yeah. so much. <laughs> or there or it's a girl and she's on her phone. Uh-huh. It's like, ah. Uh. They couldn't get a babysitter. Exactly. But instead they <laughs> instead they paid like a thousand bucks to babysit the, the child here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I like that because I find almost very little immorality. Or you could just go or could you just go peek at what color it is and bet on it? 
I, I mean, I guess you could because the, but the instant the game starts, that's when all of those prop bets oh, are sealed off. That's true. I guess, yep, you would have to make it that way. And you'd have to I'd just pick red and then make sure I had red die because obviously red die is probably strong enough to turn anything red. I mean, uh, it'd be interesting because like I think my... Or do the other. Because other, isn't that like a long shot bet? Well, because like, yeah. Be, like, well, because think about it. If, if it's other, what you could do is you could bank on it being purple because if it is... If it's red, you'd have to squirt blue in and it turned uh-huh. purple. If it's blue, you'd squirt red in and it turned purple. If it was clear, you squirt purple in yep. and it turns purple. So you just have a little rotating little food dye thing. I uh-huh. like this. I like this. My <laughs> my only thoughts are <laughs> with this, as as we were talking about, as you Criddle, you brought up sneaking into something. I was like, I would like to sneak into the White House and just walk around and like follow the president around and see all the things like all the like hidden things in the White so House. So you're the one that planted the cocaine in the White House. Gotcha. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> that would be just so fun. Just be complete. My heart would be beating like the whole time really hard. Be like, I'm yeah. not supposed to be in here. S- Secret Service is just, here's a qu- creek. So good that I'm so, that they they didn't realize I was crawling on all fours. No. Everyone's like, oh, meow. This isn't like a, a when you wear this watch. It's not like you have your 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 clothes get um, invisible too, right? Yeah, everything. So you don't have to be naked when you come out of it. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even weirder. Yeah, it'd be funny. They shoot you. You're dead. All of a sudden, like after the 24 hour clocks, like, oh, there's a body there. Where did oh. that come from? Hmm. All right. All right, let's move on. And the next person is Criddle, and you get Kiss, Mary Kill. We have here for today Michael Keaton, Batman, George Clooney, Batman, Val Kilmer, Batman. Well, I'm marrying Michael Keaton, Batman. I am kissing. I'm going to just do the Clooney. I'm going to kiss the Clooney. <laughs> And kill Val Kilmer. Oh. I know. <laughs> mm, interesting. So I'm even g- though I heard just recently Val Kilmer is a very nice human being. So he is now. He is now. He wasn't. He wasn't way back when. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, ha- having a uh horrific uh health altering disease gives you perspective yeah. on life. Um, I would actually, again, marry Michael Keaton. I think I'd kiss Val Kilmer, and because I've not seen Batman and Robin, I would. That would You've be. You've not seen. I've Batman? not seen Batman and Robin. Wow. I I bought it. I bought a. It, oh, during COVID, when there was nothing coming out, and iTunes was desperate to get money, I paid. I. I only wanted Batman, Batman Returns, and I didn't want any of the other ones, but you either paid $20 for one or you paid $20 for all four. So I just told myself, I'm buying two of them, $10 a peach piece, and they're throwing in two extras that I might not ever watch. <laughs> Batman and Robin's the reason Batman Begins got made. Oh, really? I didn't oh, really? know that. 
Yeah, it was so bad that they had oh, to reboot yes. it. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's that's valid. That's valid. I heard that the director actually like publicly apologized for how bad that movie was. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Brett, you're up next, and you get what if. All right, so this is kind of a similar question, oddly, <laughs> to what you had. It says, what if you had a magical power to pause time, but... For every one minute you pause time, you aged three months. Ugh. What, how often would you use it? And, and actually, more importantly, what situations would you use it? Pause time. I would only use it for emergencies at this point. So it, if I pause it for 30 seconds, it would be a month and a half? Uh-huh. Okay. I would only be pausing it for emergencies. Like if I saw... My kid run out in front of a car. Boop, pause. You wouldn't use it for joking purposes where you're no. just like, you see a situation and you're just like, okay, it'll be so worth it to be aged up three months <laughs> or maybe six months, depending on how long it takes you to do everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go and pull his pants in and then just go grab some feathers and throw it out there. <laughs> three months of my life. That was worth it. That was worth it. <laughs> you will never understand. How much I gave for this joke. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Everybody like turns and looks at you, and suddenly you appear right back. You're like, how'd you get that beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did your facial hair grow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny in itself right there. <laughs> your wife, you used the, you used the watch again, didn't you? <laughs> no. Yeah, use the device. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> well, don't worry. I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, like you're public speaking or something. You're like, I'm gonna pause right now and just freak everybody out. Pause, <laughs> come back, and you have a beard, and people are like, whoa. Okay, but, this one I'd use for personal gain, <laughs> financial gain. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know what I would do. I bet you, I will have a mullet. <laughs> blink. I'll give you. I want you to blink for one long second, and when you open your eyes. I will have a mullet. I'll bet you $100,000 I'll have a mullet. <laughs> or you start off with a mullet and say, do you like it? And like, no, I don't. And pause. And then it grows out and you shave your head and then you're like, okay. Boom. Whoa. How'd you get rid of that? Magic. Magic. You couldn't really make money out of it like a, like a uh, magician because I feel like if you had nightly shows, you're going to be dead soon. Yeah. yeah, it'd be a one night event. <laughs> yeah, it's a one night event. Everybody come around. I'm going to show you how to, how I'm going to pull all your pants down in the audience. <laughs> and now you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Let's see. I guess I'm next. I get lick off. All right. So it was funny. Me and my son Jude were talking, and he gave me this idea. So in Seattle, I don't know how much you guys are aware, but there's a wall that is covered with gum. Oh, yeah. How much would you, I mean, lick off? You're going to lick six inches of that wall. Oh. Has it been raining? Because it, <laughs> it is Seattle. <laughs> it is Seattle. It's probably always moist. Oh, moist. 
Um, I'm going to start off with $2 million. <laughs> uh, and then just to give everybody, the listeners and you guys, when I walk down this, this alley that is covered in gum, it's kind of gross that you can breathe in the flavors. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it, like the fruitiness, the mintiness, it all mixes together. And you're like, oh, One culinary <laughs> yes. experience. Let's see. Uh, licking a gum wall. Uh, we'll go $1.8 million. <laughs> okay. Uh, $1.2 million. <laughs> uh We'll go uh, half a million dollars. Oh, big drop. Um, quarter. Qu- He's got a quarter. Just kidding. A uh, quarter of a million dollars. Okay. Um, 100,000. 100,000. 75,000. 25,000. 25,000. 10,000. You may lick that wall. I sure. Yeah, I I know you were going to probably do it for $50. <laughs> I was going to go as low as probably 100. Hundred dollars? Yeah. Wow. wow. I might go to like a thousand, maybe five hundred if I'm feeling randy. But wow, yeah. ten thousand? Ten? That's good money for six inches of licking. Not not bad. All right. <clears throat> Next is Criddle, and you got. Could you fight it? Da-na-na, da-na-na. <laughs> Tonight, it can only be described as a Clash of the Titans main event. It's Godzilla versus Kong, David versus Goliath. Megazord versus Dragonzord, Batman versus the Joker in a sudden death match of Dodgeball. It's you versus White Goodman of Global Gym. Ooh, ouch town, population you, bruh. All this and much more tonight on ESPN 8, The Ocho. Could you fight him? Yeah, well, you're talking about Dodgeball fight. Dodgeball fight. Yeah. Oh, good, because I was worried about breakdancing fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, breakdancing fight. I lose. Uh, yeah, I love dodgeball. Oh, yeah. I played it a ton as a kid. I feel like, I don't know, hopefully my, uh, what is it called? What do they call it? Your mum- muscle memory or whatever uh-huh. is still good. And, you know, the, the good bouncy balls. I wonder what, I didn't look at the balls when I watched the movie. I wonder if they're that kind that got that texture on the outside. I know the ones that we use in elementary school now are what are called gator balls, which are basically they're nerf on the inside with a kind of a thicker plastic covering on the outside. Oh, that seems safer. A plastic covering? It's it's kind of yeah. I mean, it's not like hard plastic; it's soft plastic, so it gives. It's that's too safe. Hmm. Hmm. We're going with like the '90s bladder balls that you're talking about, like kickball kind of kickballs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer it with kickball style. I'll, I, yeah, I could take him. <laughs> I right. could take him. I mean, you, I'm going to use probably the... I want to gauge how good he is, and so I'm going to take the beating and use one ball as a shield for a little while. He's going to have the full, you know, white good men look, the global gym. But also, he's, he's short. <laughs> I don't know how that impacts... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have With dodgeball. <laughs> In dodgeball... Is height an advantage or disadvantage? I don't know. My strategy is I always go for the feet. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's true because it's harder to catch down there. 
So I guess height would be a disadvantage. Yeah, there, it probably would be. More to, and then you have more of a target. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right, you going to do it? Oh, yeah. Wait, just one second. It, it, will I have the, I don't know what the character's name, but Jason Bateman as the color commentator? <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. Yes, because <laughs> yes. if, he, if he was not there, I'd actually have to decline. <laughs> I don't know, Colin. Bold move. Uh, bold, bold move, move. Cotton. Or Cotton, that's right. <laughs> um, let's see here. And Brett, you're finishing us off with what, what, what would you have done? All right, so this is a real-life scenario. And it kind of mirrors last week's what would you have done, except differently. I basically, you know, presented you with a raffle or um, what is it? Uh, not a raffle ticket. Uh, a lottery ticket. Lottery ticket. So you are at a store, you a, a hobby store. A whole bunch of things are generally priced $3.99. You see on the shelf something that you know is not $3.99. But if you just take it and you walk up to the counter, they will charge you $3.99 for it. You know it will at least be worth $50, if not more. Do you walk away or do you... Take that item, walk up, because there's no price on it, but it's just assumed that every single thing on this shelf is $3.99. And they know it came off that shelf? They know it came off that shelf. I've done this before. This is like Hobby Lobby where they don't have barcodes for some reason. Yeah, that is so weird. Yeah, they have a belief that it's like of the devil. Um, so, yeah. So I've done this before my last job and I would order from our food supplier and um, there were lots of times in where I saw prices of items, food items that would be priced wrong. But I, and I, would, I would be honest with our rep our, and he would say that the companies are responsible for their pricing. And so um, it's, it's not on him. It's not on the company. So it really, it's it's on the the supplier that provided the item, and so I ended up buying like a two hundred and sixty dollar case of meat for twenty six dollars because they forgot to add a zero. Oh wow! Oh, so and I would buy like ten cases of it. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> that's awesome. Ouch. So I I I did my my due you, diligence, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't feel guilty about it at all. So I would totally I would if it's on the shelf. Yes, I'll go there and say, all right, no guilt. Not my problem. Most of the time, to be honest, though, I give them my items and I don't hover and check what things are scanned out. I wonder mm-hmm. how many times I've been screwed out of that or how many times I've got a good thing out of it. Um, I would just be like, are you sure it's that much? And if they go, yeah, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> just you know doing my somewhat due diligence it's on them not me yeah i guess that's that's my immorality yeah. i guess right there i do a little bit of like is that is that what does this cost is, this is 3.99 yeah okay i mean i we could be karen's and go i, I think it's lower <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it reminds me of um i don't know if uh, uh mom or dad told you this story brett but so my parents they 
they wanted they were gonna give me a new like hand drill for my birthday because my last one broke, and they found uh, one online that they were like, oh, this is the one that Jeremy wants. Uh, they, I mean, that would be good for him. So they took a screenshot of it, and it was a really weird screenshot that they took, mm-hmm. and somehow it made it look like the price uh, of the one that they were gonna get me was attached to like a better deal and it came with two drills two like hand drills uh or power drills and like all this other stuff so they brought it to home depot and my my mom went to buy it and she goes hey i'm looking for this and she points to the nicer one like oh it's right there so she gets it and then she checks out it's like wait a minute it says right here this is only this much and you're saying here it's this much and so they got the manager over and they're like yeah it does say it only this much and so they discounted it down to that price, which was over like $100 off. Wow. Ooh. And so my mom didn't realize what she had done until uh, <laughs> about like a week or two later when she gave me the gift. Mm. <laughs> and so she showed me, she's like, eh, look at this. Like, I, I, for some reason, I'm like, that's because that's that, you know, that money amount is for the higher, fi- the picture above it. I mean, the like, the lesser amount <laughs> is for the picture above it. And that one is the one number below it oh it's not on you <laughs> yeah it's not on me so i was like oh, i didn't do it and she's like oh oh well <laughs> <laughs> she got a deal she got a deal and i got the benefits of it <laughs> nice <laughs> so yeah unfortunately i do it <laughs> all right now this is a new segment maybe a one-time only segment because honestly the content is probably only one time this is called The Price is Wrong, Bob. <laughs> All right. So I don't know how much you guys are aware, but upcoming to Salt Lake is Fan X, a.k.a. Utah's Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So I was just bored and started flipping through. I'm like, oh, who's coming? I want to know who's coming to Utah because I always find that interesting. And then I saw the values of how much it costs to take a picture or an autograph with somebody. I don't know if you've ever looked at those. I have not. So well, that's perfect then, because we're going to find out if these things are worth it or not. Oh, my goodness. So, and we're going to compare. So who do you think is going to cost more? Karen Gillian, Grant Austin, that's uh, the TV's Flash, I believe. Oh, Grant Gustin. Okay. Is it Gustin? Uh-huh. Oh, I th- mm-hmm. must have wrote it down wrong. Or Joel McHale. Oh. Who's going to be the Who's most, the most gonna... expensive? And if you want to put them in order, that'd be great, too. All right. I will put it in order. I'm going to go with Karen Gillan, followed by Joel McHale, and ending in Grant Gustin. I'm going to go Gil- Karen, Grant, Joe. You both are incorrect. Oh, number one is Grant. $110. I like the flash. I would not pay $110. Just to get a picture with him? This is, I think this is, like, I think, I didn't write down both their numbers, but usually when I was looking through it, they're an autograph or a picture were the same price. Okay. What? I I, I would pay neither of that for that. No. Karen is 80. I wouldn't mind getting it. Uh, either a Nebula or a Doctor Who uh, picture or autograph for her. Or a Jumanji. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And then Joel McHale is 50. 
All right. And now we are going to do combinations because they are doing like groups. So I'm not like group pitchers, I mean, but like, so there's a, a lot of uh, the same people from the same shows coming down. Okay. And so I added them up to see, you know, who you think, and I'll tell you who exactly out of these groups are coming. Who do you think would cost more to <clears throat> take a picture with, adding all these together? Uh, would it be Saved by the Bell cast? So that means, um, wow, Slater, mm-hmm. um, Jesse, and oh, I can't remember the main guy. Zach, Zach. Zach, yeah. So those three. Or uh, two girls from Clueless, Alicia Silverstone, and then her friend. I can't remember her name in the show at all. I can't help you because I've never seen it. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, oh, that's so disappointing. Between those two? Yeah. Oh. So, well, so yeah. Uh, who, which one costs more? Would uh. it be Save by the Bell, those three, versus Clueless, those two? I think Clueless because of Alicia Silverstone. I'll go with uh, Save by the Bell. It is Save by the Bell. Oh. So each Save by the Bell cast is $50. Uh huh. And then Alicia Silverstone is 70 and her friend is 50. Okay. That's a shame. I I would totally be all over the Save by the Bell if it was either instead of Jesse, Lisa, or Kelly Kapowski. Especially <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, especially. <laughs> all right. Another one. This group is Back to the Future cast. Ooh. Versus uh, Supernatural cast. Back to the Future. So Back to the Future includes Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson, Christopher Lloyd, and then if you're not familiar, Tom Wilson is uh, Biff. And Leah Thompson, just for the listeners, is um, that's his girlfriend, Michael J. Fox's girlfriend. Yeah. All right. So that's that. And then Supernatural. That's the one I said, right? Mm-hmm. So this, I threw her into the mix because she is on Supernatural, but she also is more popular from The Walking Dead. Lauren Cohen, who is Maggie. Uh, Jared Padalecki, who is uh, Sam. Genevieve Padalecki, his wife, and also one of the demons in the show. And then Samantha Smith, which is the mom of the Winchester boys. I'm going with Back to the Future. Mm. So it is four against four on here, just so you know, so that it does add up. I mean, the power couple is obviously Jared Padalecki and Maggie from The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. But, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Back to the Future just because that is, yeah. It's so heavily ingrained in pop culture. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. All right, you both are correct. It is Back to the Future. Back to the Future totals $465, Supernatural 330. Mm. So, jeez. Uh the two the two highest number 1, who do you think the highest person is out of all, both those groups? Ooh. I almost want to say Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I'd say Michael J. Fox. Yep. Michael J. Fox is and he is the absolute highest of this whole event. $225. Have mercy. And then the next person out of Back to the Future versus Supernatural is Jared Padlacki at 140. Yeah, I was going to say that that would be the next highest one. Then Christopher Lloyd at 120. So That's nice he discounts it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, uh, Christopher Lloyd, if you if you get his Leah Thompson and Biff's Tom Wilson's all together, you're still you're about what it costs to get Michael J. Fox's. I would rather go for, for the three, especially I. I don't know about you guys. I'm. I like Michael J. Fox in that movie. I love uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh yes, like his character is just fantastic. Not like that. This world is going to be sad one day when Christopher Lloyd leaves it. Exactly. Uh, That's going to be heavy. Uh, <laughs> is everything heavier in the future? <laughs> is there a weight problem in the future? Is there, is there a weight problem in the future? <laughs> All right, last one here. So we're going to do Smallville versus the original movie Scream. So Smallville includes Kristen Kruick, which is, oh, what's her name? Lana. Lana Lane, yep. And then there is Michael Rosenbaum, who is Lex Luthor. Who has a fantastic podcast. Yep. Amen. Tom Welling, who is Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Abel. Why am I not remembering who that is? I don't know. I'm sorry. I wrote it down. I might have <laughs> been wrong. Maybe he's not with Smallville. I don't know. And then John Glover, who is uh, Lex's dad. Let me find Ooh. out. Oh, yeah. Lionel. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was probably the the sneaky, one of the better characters in Smallville. He really was. Like To this day, I still think about when he went blind uh-huh. and then when he regained his sight and... Uh, how they figured out that his sight had come back. Yeah. Okay, so that is one. Hold on, let me just f- stop. Oh, Jake Abel is the wrong guy. He was supposed to be included in the Smallville, I mean, into Supernatural. That oh, okay. was my typo. He is uh, the guy who plays Michael. Oh, okay. Like, I think he's their like, half-brother. Okay. So I guess... But still, Smallville, uh, Supernatural still loses to Back to the Future, so it doesn't change anything. All right. And so we're doing that Smallville cast versus Scream. So Scream includes Jamie Kennedy, Nev Campbell, Ski Ulrich, and Matthew Lillard. I'm going Smallville. I would rather, oh, yeah. I would rather go Smallville over the Scream cast. Regardless of price, yeah, Smallville over. Okay, the so screen. you'd rather get it, is what you're saying? Or are, are we saying the price? Yeah, of the, the price. Oh, wait. So would you repeat the Scream cast again? Yes. So Nev Campbell, you have Ski Ulrich, Jamie, Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy, and Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Smallville's for me. And then, well, I would rather get the Smallville, but I think Scream is going to be more because I think Nev Campbell is going to be a lot. And <laughs> yeah. All right. By $10, it is Smallville. Ooh. Whoa. So with that. I'll pay the extra 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would. So with that, so Lana Lang is 60 Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, 60 I'd totally get Michael Rosenbaum. Tom Welling, 60 Oh, I'd totally get my, Michael or Tom Welling. That's, that's, yeah. That's a good deal. John Glover, 60 That's, yeah. <laughs> Lionel. Uh-huh. And then as far as the Scream cast goes, Jamie Kennedy, 50. <laughs> and Nev Campbell, 60. And Matthew Lillard, 60. And Ski Ulrich, 60. I'm really surprised at the Scream cast. 
at what their prices are, especially since they just barely had what Scream Six they or something be, like that. No, those should be slashed in half still. I mean, but also you have the Nev Nev Campbell coming back in that Twisted Metal, but who knows how popular that is going to be. I watched the first episode for free on Peacock. Yeah, That's me too. Really good. I, I I now need to like juggle what's it worth and how am I going to get the most money out of you watching Peacock? You just got to wait till I feel like the whole series drops. I think the I whole just... series has dropped. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I will stop for a second and say I'm not the biggest fan of the guy who plays Falcon in all, you know. Oh yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, that guy. I've just never been a fan of his characters. It has nothing to do with him on a personal level or anything like that. I just don't like the way Falcon is. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way... So I watched this one comedy movie that's on Netflix where it's like a haunted house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like his character there. And it wasn't until Twisted Metal that I'm like, I like your character finally. It's about time you do something I enjoy. <laughs> so if you have re- reservations for Falcon, that's where I'd watch it. All right. We're going to do some f- just... Um, Plug, uh, not plugs, but just announce the rest of them real quick. So, uh, I have here Guardian, uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. So, Gimli mm-hmm. is $80. And then the next one is Zachary Levi, $100. Oh, if it was $50, I'd totally do Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi, I still feel like he's being very nice with the hundred dollar. You know, is, are these normal prices, or is it because they're out of work right now? <laughs> <laughs> but this is another reason why I cannot go to this thing. If I have to pay to meet Zachary Levi, it's just gonna hurt, break my heart more. Because if we're not best friends, uh, like first eye contact. <laughs> Now, then I, I will tell you, my from, heart will just break. From what I've heard, he is legitimately one of the nicest people in Hollywood. Maybe he'll give you a discount. <laughs> he, I, I he, just want to be best friends. You, you just he, you just walk into the hall and he just is like, you know what? I'm going to give you the nice face discount. $40 <laughs> for a picture with me. I'd still break a little inside because I'd be like, I love you to death from Chuck and Shazam and like everything in between. But we need to be best friends. Like, we're can, meant to be. Can I get your email address? <laughs> uh, also, another person coming, Wayne Knight from Seinfeld. Okay. Newman. Ah. 50 bucks. Uh-uh-uh. It's not you too bad. The passive, <laughs> and then the last two I'll mention is from Charmed. Uh, I don't know their characters in, in the show, but hey, Ho- Holly Marie Coombs or Combs and mm-hmm. Stacey Dash... Uh, see, Holly is sixty, and Stacy Stacy is oh never mind. Stacy is the wrong name. Sorry, I meant to say Shannon Doherty. I know who she is. Okay, so she's I, sixty, and then Holly is forty. So I've never been to a, a Comic Con, but don't you pay to get in? Yes. yes, you do. And then you have to pay extra just to get pictures. Yes. That's dumb. It it really is. Yeah. Is that, like, that, can you imagine if that that model was at Disney World or Disneyland? Oh, picture with Mickey, fifty dollars. Or you had to pay to get in, and then you had to pay for each ride. Yeah. Well, what what was it like? Uh, the only con I've ever gone to is I went to a Star Trek convention when I was like fourteen, fifteen years old, and I got to get a picture and an autograph with the guy that was there as part of my ticket. 
Like it oh. wasn't any extra. Now the line was. What guy was it? Is from Star Trek Voyager. His name is uh, uh, Ensign Harry Kim. I don't know what his real name is, but uh, was it, he like a redshirt guy that dies? No, <laughs> he he played in the whole series. But it was just one of those things where we were supposed to have the lady who is Deanna Troy, and I think Star Trek was trying to push Voyager because it just it was going to be coming out in like in a year or so. And so he comes in and he's just, I remember this if it happened yesterday. He's sitting there, he's just like, so I know that you guys were like expecting, you know, this lady, but you know, I'm in this new Star Trek series. It's called Star Trek Voyager. Um, I don't know really know what, uh, I don't think any of you have seen anything that I was in. He's like, I was in the Babysitter's Club. I was, uh, you know, Veronica's boyfriend in the in, in the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> and and I'm like, sitting there thinking, I wanted to see Ver- Deanna Troy. She's a tr- <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> I, I do know that there are some Star Trek people coming to this. The only one I can remember off the top of my head is was it Worf? Uh-huh. But yeah, I would I would recommend you just to go ahead and take a look at the FanX website for Salt Lake and I'm just kind of surprised and a little heartbroken about everybody's like price. I I I understand that you gotta make money. You're mm-hmm. coming, you're flying all the way here. You are working because you're sitting there talking to fans, signing autographs and all that stuff. But I just wish that they would get a cut of the, you know, the entry price. Yeah. Like maybe it'd be, I'd be even more accepting of this if it was like, oh, you get, you know, you get a ticket to the event and you get like three pictures with anybody you want for free. Mm -hmm. And then you just get like a check mark or a signature or something, or I don't know, from a security or whatever. Yeah. And then you pay for the rest. Yes. to me, that makes more sense, but it's other than that, it's just a con. See, I would be more willing to do that model, and I'd be happier to go do this if that was the case. Yeah, because first of all, you'd get me in the door, and be, I mean, I'd be paying the price because it'd be like, oh, I get to have three, and I get to choose. Exactly, you and, get to choose whoever and, it is, and then I feel less uh, ill feelings towards the people that are because I would feel like I'm pretty sure this doesn't happen like this anymore. But like, if I gave them a hundred dollars right then and there, and then get a signature, I feel like my relationship with them at that point, like I don't like you anymore. Like I just feel like a, you know. Yeah, you're like, oh, just for a picture. Great. Yeah, yeah. I feel it doesn't feel good to me. Anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Well, we are forty days, three hours, and thirty six minutes away from Fanex. So <laughs> just in case, just in case. <laughs> All right, we are going to continue our second, not round, but second, um, what, what do you want to call it? Division. Bracket. bracket. Division. Second bracket the of the first round in our most rewatchable TV shows. So, starting it up, Loki versus Friends. I don't even think Brett needs to say anything to know which way he's voting. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll start off. Um so Loki, one season, great season of Marvel, probably one of the better Marvel shows, I think. Would you, I mean, I don't want to talk about Invasion right now, but besides Invasion. I haven't seen that. Okay. Every other Marvel show you have seen, would Loki be the best? I don't know. I I feel as though so far. And uh, I'm talking about like in the MCU specifically. Because, I mean, I would obviously dare say Daredevil's the best. Well, mm. I don't really count 
the Netflix yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. They don't. They yeah. That's a whole other thing. I don't know. I I've been of the MCU shows on Disney Plus. I've been meh at best for the shows. I you know I feel as though Invasion started off good. And I was not impressed with the end fight scene. I think that there's massive problems with everything. Um, I wanted, I thought Moon Knight would have actually been good, but my biggest problem is it's called Moon Knight, occasionally featuring Moon Knight. <laughs> yep. So and it's just like I don't know. I uh, one of my friends said it perfectly. Like he actually has pieced out. He just at, at the end of Endgame. He was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, he just walked away. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh. Good timing. I'm I'm like, so far you haven't been disappointed, so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, some Spider-Man fans might disagree. I was like, I told him, I'm like, no, you need to watch Far or No Way Home. And he goes, no, I walked away. (laughs) Tall. Um, I think as far as this show goes, Friends, uh, to me, is obviously got more content. It's more than one season. Uh, it's got a lot of good jokes in it. It's like the How I Met Your Mother of the 90s. Of course, it's the one that I feel like set off that, well, Seinfeld kind of set off. There might have been something before Seinfeld, too. Cheer, cheers. 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 Went, and then yeah. it went Seinfeld, then it went Friends. Yeah. And then it went Two Guys in a Pizza Place. That was very shortly lived, I feel like. <laughs> people are like, what is that? And like, that's Ryan Reynolds in there. And people are like, what? Ryan Reynolds was on a TV show? If you brought that title up today, people would be like, wait, that's, yeah. a, that's a thing? I had high hopes for that show. And <laughs> I, I remember watching <laughs> it. Um, I mean, Friends is so engraved in pop culture. It is. I mean, it is, it is still hot today. Mm-hmm, it really is. It's one of those things where like people jump streaming services depending on where Friends is. I like, know, right? When Netflix has it, people like Netflix will see an increase in subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Then I believe currently Max, yeah, Max has, has it. it. And so, like, uh, what was it in some investor meetings? They're like, Max is currently one of the few streaming services that is making money, not losing money. And it's like, is it because of Friends? <laughs> well, Max. How weird is Max that they bought the rights to Friends? They mm-hmm. bought the rights to Big Bang Theory, two productions that aren't—I don't think—any relationship to their own. No, because Big Bang is CBS. Yes, yeah, it should be on Paramount. Yeah, that, and that was one of the sad things when I got my first subscription to Paramount. I was like, no Big Bang, and then for some reason, the fact that it's on Max and I never watch it. But if it was on Paramount, I probably would watch it. I don't know why. It doesn't no. matter for me for those two. I have them both on DVD. <laughs> So. <laughs> we'll see. And, and that's where I'm going. Like, I'm making a list of rationale for either keeping HBO Max or ditching it at the end of the month when my subscription comes up. And that is my thing. Like, I literally have enough, probably as much content, unwatched content uh, on DVDs and whatnot, not counting the watch content that I could rewatch to kind of not justify continuing on with HBO Max because, yeah, I have these things. I'm justifying right now Amazon right now. Mm. Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime is easy to justify because it comes with, like, you know, your free shipping. Yeah. I know. I'm still justifying <laughs> trying to keep it. If if it did not come with your shipping, uh-huh. I would I would never want it. Yeah. Because Amazon Prime, the, the app, we've talked about it before, I hate it. 
Yeah. It just it's layout and like what is free and what is not free. I hate that. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote Friends because of its iconicness and it's I'm I have watched it all the way through. It is funny. Um Loki, I don't think it's as rewatchable because it's an action. It's comedy, but like there's something about sitcoms that make them more rewatchable because do they have a phrase for this or whatever it is? Like when every episode is almost kind of like a new standalone, a standalone. Yeah. They're like, they're, they're misadventures of Mm -hmm. these group of six people. Yeah. Doing random strange things. And it's, it's, I mean, they do, they have more of the cross of a, of the, you know, part one, part two episodes. Uh-huh. Than, uh, like the than Seinfeld did. So I'll go Friends. Yep, me too. What are we talking about? Loki or Friends? We have Taylor here. Oh, Loki all the way. Oh, you're you're coming in and ruin this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. So Brett, you're going Loki. Oh, I'm going Friends. Oh, really? I, I, I will start going Marvel stuff when Marvel stops disappointing me. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. We're doing spe- specifically <laughs> most rewatchable. The thing with Friends is it's not aging as well. Eh. I don't age well, so <laughs> we cannot age well Touché. together. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so Friends moves on. I'm kind of surprised, Brett. Yeah. I'm Our- not. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Lie to oh. Me versus Just Shoot Me. Now, Crito, oh. you haven't seen Lie to Me, right? No. Fantastic first season. Just like Prison Break. <laughs> Just like Prison Break, except <laughs> it could have been a good second season. Like It's not like Prison Break where it's like, all right, you're out of the prison, the, what now? The second season was okay. But it was during the writer's strike. It was. And then this third season was just like <laughs> the ultimate mail-in job. Uh-huh. Yep. That was just garbage. Yeah, that's right. About halfway through second season, yeah, it just went downhill. Uh huh. And then just shoot me. You know, I've watched. I haven't watched it all the way through, but I mean, it is funny. Um, this one's a hard one for me. I'm because, going just shoot me because, like, I feel like the quality of just shoot me, at least from what I can recall, is like not like you know, it's not a list like uh, Friends or Seinfeld or How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. but it is funny. Uh, Lie to me's got some bad seasons. And it's got a really good first season. Yeah, really good first season. Um, I got to go with Just Shoot Me. Just Shoot Me. I think the average, the fact that it's, you know. Just Shoot Me is a David Spade one, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah David I'm, Spade. I'm definitely going to go with that because of David Spade and yeah. also <laughs> the, uh, you know, the grandpa from uh, the Goldbergs is in Just Shoot Me. Yep. And then there's also the uh, never give up, yeah. never surrender. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Who's also in Person of Interest, which is a fantastic show. Mm. All right. <clears throat> I don't think, Crittle, you've seen the first one. Spy? Uh-uh. You need oh. to watch that one. That one is Spy. on Hulu, if I remember correctly. It is a BBC show. It is really funny. It's two seasons, and it is fine that it is only two seasons. Yes. It is fantastic. <laughs> oh, my word. The Examiner is... Oh, yes. He makes the entire show. Is The long story short of it, this is that so this guy he goes in for like a government job and he turns he accidentally becomes 
<laughs> a spy. Yeah, an FBI uh, MI5 agent. Yeah. And so it's just a ridiculous thing. And then all the characters are ridiculous. The best I know that Brett really likes and I like too is so they switched out one of the characters, like the, the people who plays him. Mm-hmm. And what did he say, Brett? So so the the guy that's the spy in the first season, you know, he's constantly trying to get back with his wife, but his wife is seeing somebody else and the boyfriend is blonde and blue eyed. And then in, so the season opener for season two, they're in a group psycho- uh, psychologist's office and they're sitting there just talking. And then the main guy just goes, and I can't remember what his name, I'm just going to say Jerry. And he goes, and Jerry, I think you've changed. Uh, and, it's a guy, a redheaded guy with a big old beard. And he goes, nope, I've always been the same. And then everybody goes, yep. Like, <laughs> and just they move on. <laughs> <clears throat> so Spy is a great show. Also, the fun thing about it is the his son is a jerk. Oh, his son is... is old- so devious. He's an intelligent jerk. Because he he goes to a private school, like or basically, I don't know if all of them are private in England, whatever. But you know, he goes to this boarding school or whatever, and he's constantly running schemes on everybody. And he's a jerk to his dad. And he's a jerk to his dad. And then the dad's best friend, because they both worked at like a Best Buy together. They were like geek squad. It's, it's exactly like Chuck and Morgan from the show Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Anyways, his spies going up against Everybody Loves Raymond, which it's funny that so I have on here the Rotten Tomatoes is 100. They don't have the audience score for anything, but so mm-hmm. 100 for Rotten Tomatoes for Spy, and then nothing for Rotten Tomatoes for Everybody Loves Raymond as far as the critics go, but the users are 85. So it's kind of interesting. Numbers are switched there, but Everybody Loves Raymond, um, I enjoy it. I, th- I, I really like... I mean, it's a very... It's once again not as good as those higher tier sitcoms, but it is still reliable. You know what you're going to get. It's enjoyable. Um, certain things are played out way too much, but it is still like I remember watching uh, episode after episode. And do you remember, Brett, when we were in line for Best Buy? Mm-hmm. When, like, so back in Black oh, Fridays? Oh, yeah. Black Fridays, you had to wake up at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. to get in a good s- slot in the line. Uh, I remember those days. And so we were behind this couple that brought a portable DVD player or laptop or something. <laughs> and they were just watching Everybody Lo- Loves Raymond the whole time. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to tell. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good times. Um I will vote. I think if everybody loves Raymond for me was going against somebody else, it probably would move on. But I'm saying Spy because Spy is just a great. I'm saying Spy. Uh, I guess I'll give a nod to everybody loves Raymond. (laughs) All righty. All right. Next one here is 24 versus Stranger Things. This is a mean one. Mm. Most rewatchable. I think we have we all seen 24. I haven't seen all of them. I've seen. Mo- all, you haven't I've, seen twenty four. I've, all I've not seen twenty four at all. I know the concept of yeah. it, and I know there's quite a few seasons of it. But I, Stranger Things to me, it, you could tell me whatever you want about twenty four. <laughs> Stranger Things is just so to me so rewatchable, and I'm looking forward to the final season coming up. So I just, love the characters. Just have curiosity. What is your favorite season of Stranger Things? Uh, 
I know mine. Mine is the last one. <laughs> I don't know, maybe three or four. Three or four. The reason why I ask is like a lot of people love one, love two, find three bad. Three is the and Russian one, right? Three is a Russian. There's nothing bad about I it. Like no. the, I, I like three. It. So I was just kind of curious because I'm like, no. Like, I, I love that it takes place in a mall, too. I think two is my least favorite. I agree with that. Two is my least favorite. I I don't really care for the story about the big spider guy and, like, the connection with, man, I'm forgetting people's names. You know, the boy. Will. Mike. Will. Mike. Oh. Mike. Is it oh, Will? No. Will? Yeah, it's Will. Will. Uh-huh. Will. Yeah, that, that whole story. And then, of course, it has one of the dumbest scenes known to mankind oh. <laughs> when Samwise Ganji, <laughs> whatever his real name is, I forget, <laughs> Austin, Sean Austin, yeah. is, sees his love and is running out of that building that's filled with all these monsters and stops and goes, oh, there's my beautiful girlfriend. I love her. And then just gets eaten. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been out long <laughs> enough. It's just like you're, it's like nobody's going to stop if the, uh, like the building's going to explode and like, oh, there's my girlfriend. It's like, oh, because didn't they like kind of somewhat defeat one of them and then he was just kind of happy with himself and he just, Bob, 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 yeah. yeah. I think they didn't, def- I mean, they may have defeated one, but they were still running. Yeah. They were still like actively running. But from- it was almost like he was happy with himself for what he did. And look, there's my girlfriend. Yeah. Ah. And there's my heart being ripped out by Jim Gorgon. I just wonder either A, the writers, but then B, it's the director who ultimately decides what's in the show. Yeah. Like, can't we just like edge this out a little bit or he dies in a more, you know... Heroic manner. Heroic, Kind yes. of like the uh, the guitar player. Exactly. That's a great way to go. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so back to this. So 24... Criddle, you need to see it. Brett knows all the good seasons, so you can skip all the bad seasons. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Stop there. <laughs> is it four? That's like which one's the pinnacle? I think it's four. I, I thought think, five was a good one. I too, think isn't five it? was a good one. Around six is when it got really weird, and then they're just like, "Oh, hey, you know, it, uh, we're, we're it's slowly not being believable that all, a whole bunch of bad stuff happens to wherever Jack." is located because you know the first one he's in cal i think the first two he's in california uh-huh. and then he moves to washington dc and then they're like okay hey, now now it's getting a little bit more unbelievable so now let's move him to new york because it you know it will make it more believable that it's happening in new york it's just like <laughs> now isn't like the concept of the show just 24 is each episode is one hour yeah. in a yep. day mm-hmm. so really it's five real, seasons is five days real time yeah. yes Okay. <laughs> He's had really crummy days, as Brett says. <laughs> yeah. I Cr- mean, crummy hours. What you have to do it to, you know, suspension of disbelief is just believe that, you know, at least once a year, every it, 364 days of his life are fine. <laughs> just one day out of the year, there's a 24 hour period where everybody <laughs> dies and gets kidnapped. We all have those days. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all have a really bad day. If the rest of his 364 days are great, that's kind of not a bad job. You know what would have been great is if one of the days was like on his like birthday. He's just like, <laughs> He's like, you know what? I really wasn't looking forward to turning forty, but I'm, t- you know, turning fifty. Like, I this is, 
this is less depressing now. I'm I'm having a good day. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I can't do the clock noise, obviously. I'm gonna vote rewatchability Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things, especially because I believe um oh, what is it? Not retro stuff, but uh what is it? What does Stranger Things do? Does Oh, like you nostalgia. Nostalgia. Nostalgia is yes. a oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. And Stranger Things does does mm-hmm. it well. And it they does. they bring it in a really nice way too. Yep. Like it's not overly saturated with nostalgia. Oh yes, it's just sprinkled. It's just sprinkled. Yep. And you, you really like the characters a lot. Oh. All right. Next one is Top Gear versus Alice in Borderland, and specifically, we're gonna say the United Kingdom Top Gear, not American, and it's only the seasons that have Jeremy. Uh, why well, can't I remember the other two's name? Oh, uh, what's his name? Let's see, Clarkson. Yeah, um, yeah, Jeremy Clarkson and oh gosh, why can't I think of the May James May James May and then the R- other, Richard Hammond? There, there we there go. There we go. All three of them. I already have my vote, so go for it. You guys go. Have you seen Top Gear? Nope. Oh okay. man, I will say this: I like Top Gear when they do their specials. Oh. Why do you think I own all of their specials on uh, DVD? Oh, I absolutely love their specials. I I don't care so much for the other stuff. The the other stuff is good, but it's not as great as their specials are. Well, I mean, some of the stuff that they do kind of like, you know, when they made their hybrid car, I mean, that is just hysterical. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, it's obvious whenever they're doing sh- shenanigans kind oh, yeah. of stuff, that's when it's fun. When it's actually real car talk, I'm like, meh, meh, meh. yeah, but it, I mean, it's easily hands down Alice in Borderland. Yes. I Alice mean, in Borderland is uh, way so good. I'm sure that's where you're going for a criddle. Alice in Borderland. All righty. I can't wait for the next season. Better off Ted versus Silo. Have oh, you, have you seen either oh of those, Criddle? Gosh, I haven't seen none of these. So you guys are going to have to convince me. Okay, Criddle. So Better Off Ted was the first show I have ever binged and, and on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when Netflix was new and it kind of had all that content that you're like, what is this? I've never heard of any of these shows. And then I was like, oh, I'll give this Better Off Ted a chance. And I watched it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hysterical. It is just like so. Portia de Rossi is that's that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. So she's uh, the boss at this multinational, whatever it's called, international. I don't the, know the company. The company, and and so she she just has this stoic attitude, but always has a smile on her face. And her underling Ted, who is a manager of everybody, who's got to keep everything operational just has all these goofballs as employees and he himself is kind of I don't know he's different he's a he is like the goofy madman yeah that's a really good way to put it cuz he's super confident he is a single dad but he's su- and he's not only super confident but he's super optimistic but he's also realistic knowing that every single thing at this company does horrible, horrible things. Yes. But I'm in marketing, so I have to market this. Yes. And he, this this company is, yes, doing horrible things, but they're always trying to put a good spin on everything. I love their commercials. The commercials are the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, I just barely looked it up, because for the longest time, so I bought the first 
season on DVD and they've never released a second season on DVD, which is weird, but uh, currently it's available to stream on Hulu. <laughs> so funny thing. So the first episode, uh, Criddle for you and listeners, they freeze one of their scientists <laughs> to, to test out, you know, what is it called? Cryogenically freezing uh-huh. somebody. And he's not supposed to wake up for I don't know how long in the future, but like the janitor accidentally as he's like mopping unplugs the machine and the next episode he wakes up and he just screams randomly or makes this horrible noise like randomly and you don't know when it's coming and that's his side effect for like this whole thing and <laughs> did it happen again? It happened again. <laughs> It's just a good show. But we couldn't do it to Le- or we had to do it to Lem. We couldn't do it to Phil because <laughs> Phil's black. You don't know how you know how that would look to the company. Oh my gosh! Oh, I mean, this may not be super peasy with today's people, but I like the episode where <laughs> the motion detectors for like the the what are the the water fountains? Well, no. Are there only? Or ju- no, it's the the lights. So oh, like, the lights! When, when you walk in, well, it's anything. So, it's anything. Yeah, they yeah. have sensors for all like lights and the water fountains. And I think the elevators too. Yeah, that for some reason it doesn't see black people. <laughs> it only sees white people. So the company decides this would be like okay. What we'll do is we'll hire more white people to follow around the black people so things work. And then they're like, well, by if we do that by the end of. Uh, because then we'd have to hire black people to make up for how many white people we're hiring. Yeah, to make it equal. To make it equal. And by the end of the month, we'll be hiring the whole world. <laughs> like, well, we can't afford that. <laughs> it's just so funny. So then they went back to just turning on lights using the light switches. Yes. <laughs> that was a good show. And then Silo. Silo is more of a drama um, on, what is it, Apple uh-huh. And it's it's intriguing. It's a less intense 24 except not all bad things are happening. It's just like just an action drama. Uh good story. I don't think rewatchable. I think better off Ted then. Yeah, better off Ted. Yep. Comedies are always going to be more rewatchable in my book. Heroes versus the Simpsons. This Oh. Heroes, I like the scores here. So Heroes got uh from Rotten Tomatoes at 52, the audience gave it a 65. Simpsons got 85 from Rotten Tomatoes and 76 from the audience. I think the 76 is mainly due to that they are going downhill. Uh, Heroes season one was fantastic. Yes, but even that, I don't even know if I could rewatch it. Like, I mean, I could do it now because I've forgotten it, but yeah. after I watched it, and like, how long would it be until I watch it again? Right. But I mean, I think, but. And this is also, I mean, it happened then where it was the writer strike. Yes. And so the show really just took a big dive after that. So, I mean, but then The Simpsons, I mean, after season like 13 or 14, it starts to go downhill. And like they're on what, season 33 right now or 44. So, I mean, that to me is, that's a lot of content to uh, not have to go through. I bet you the reason why The Simpsons is still around is it gets enough viewership and they probably have it hammered out all the details on how to make this. So they're probably super efficient at making it now. And so it probably makes, you know, for the spot that whatever time slot it's in, it's probably still making 
them pretty good money. Yeah. I'm sure Fox is looking at that going, well, we're already through 30 seasons in. Let's just keep going. Yes. And then you have your name tied to it. Fox hat, you know, this channel has the longest running, you know, cartoon of all time. And, you know, one of the longest running shows of all time. Like, I almost enjoy, I think I enjoy Futurama more than I do Simpsons. Yes. If, if you, if you go the whole, of Futurama from season one to where they are now compared to Simpsons from season one to where they are now, Futurama 100%. But if you break Simpsons down to their best seasons, like, oh. was it three to three to nine, eight, something like that, and to, the Sim- to Futurama now, that's where it would get hairy for me. Yeah, that would be a little more of a discussion. Yeah, so I, I here's how I look at it. Hero season one versus Simpsons series two through nine. <laughs> that that's because around still the Simpsons cause, still. yeah but I mean that that's what I'm versing it as I'm not looking at it as the entirety mm-hmm. yeah and Simpsons two through nine and I, the only reason why I say nine because I think you're somewhat right around thirteen but I think nine uh, up until the I think the jump the shark moment for Simpsons was who shot Mr Burns yes that, I would that agree was with great that. I agree. I didn't even know what that was in reference to at that age. When Neither I was did watching. I. And that was like pop culture when uh-huh. I was a kid. So, yeah, I'm going to go Simpsons. Yeah. All right. All in on Simpsons. All right. Last one here. Leverage versus home improvement. Have you seen Leverage, Criddle? I have not. I'm thinking you'd like it. Yeah, I think you'd like it. It's a, um, it's a good... It's like, like taking all these people who are... Were they they were bad in a history, right, in their life? Yeah, everybody has certain skills. So one of them is basically kind of like your tough guy, kung fu Chuck Norris type person. One of them is a hacker. The other one is like your cat burglar. Cat burglar, and the other one is uh, she is she wants to be an actress, but she does too well of basically. There's a terminal con artist. Yeah, con artist. Yeah. And then, of course, the brains of the whole thing is the only one who's not evil, but he's doing it out of revenge because the insurance company that he worked for did not pay the medical bills and allowed his son to die. And so now he is seeking revenge on be you know, it's basically a It's a Robin Hood story. It's a Robin Hood story. Yeah. It's like taking yeah, taking from the rich and the evil and making things right. Helping mm-hmm. out you know, trying to find a good cause to help somebody out, and then they, yeah, it's kind of like what's that one show? This is uh, where they, you know, make a, a house for people that you know are underprivileged or something like that. Oh, they do the big reveal. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but <laughs> for like card artists, exactly. <laughs> they find a sob story and they go and uh, they make their lives better. And so, home improvement, obviously, super '90s, like nostalgic there i watched tons of that i don't know if i watched every episode but i've watched pretty darn close to every episode i remember there was one episode that aired where they sent out in the newspapers 3d glasses oh really and then they did a 3d episode huh i don't remember this so you've seen basically most of both of them yep have you rewatched either one of them no, but I did see that they had like a leverage reboot that I've been interested in to yeah, see. Yeah, the sad part about it is the first season, they bring everybody back, and then 
the main black guy uh-huh. goes, okay, well, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let my niece take over for me. And, and it was just like, okay. And so it was okay. But then I think his career didn't go the way it meant to. And so he came back and his niece left in the second season of the new series. Out of that whole cast, he's the one that keeps popping up here and there. Yeah. That it shows I see. Um, I like, I'm trying to think, I think I have to watch the comedic show. I have to rewatch Home Improvement. See, I find leverage comedic. I, I think there's so many great one-liners. And for me personally, and maybe this is just a tasting, I have rewatched Leverage probably about as many times as you've rewatched Supernatural. Wow. That's impressive. And I've only done it once. I've never really enjoyed home improvement. I remember being in junior high with a brand new episode of Home Improvement. Everybody's just in there talking about it. And I'm like, I don't care. Like Oh, oh, Tim Allen's character did something stupid. Okay. <laughs> That's par for the course. I'm like, however, my favorite thing about Home Improvement is when they kind of merged those characters with Last Man Standing. Now, if it was Leverage versus Last Man Standing, I would have to go Last Man Standing. I think the, the, the chemistry amongst all of the characters, even the obnoxious husband... Oh, the obnoxious. Oh, got you. I know what you're talking about now. I'm going to go. You took me on a tangent here. So last one standing, I think is, I think is about, about the same as home improvement as far as quality, maybe a little bit less. I love the first season cast. I wish that they didn't change that. Well, I guess the only person they changed was the middle daughter. Yeah. Wasn't there anybody else? No, I guess that's it. But yeah. Um, I got to go home improvement. So it sounds like you're going to leverage. Yep. I'm going to go home improvement. All right. All right. So I'm just going to read off where we, what we're going to have once we get around to the next round for this. So spy versus stranger things, Alice in borderland versus better off Ted Simpsons versus home improvement, mm. which I believe they were both on Fox, weren't they? Yep. Or, yeah, Home Improvement was on Fox. No, right? Home Improvement was actually on NBC, but they did the reruns on Fox. Oh, okay. I was about to say that's two Fox, but they were going on at the same time. Well, oh, yeah. Everything went on during Simpson time, I guess. That's mm-hmm. unfair to say, but during the the hate the the heyday of the good years of Simpsons. Yes. All right, so that wraps this up. Let's move on to our recommendation. <laughs> so my recommendation is. Um, well, now I'm just sad a little bit about my recommendation because, Brett, I am one episode away from, from inv- watch, uh, finishing Invasion. Oh. So I I thoroughly enjoy it right now. <laughs> so okay. if, if episode six tanks it, I will let you know. But I was like, yeah, I'm into this. I, I, I mean, I it's when I watched it. So I watched the fifth episode last night. And when they're like... Um, which I love that British lady. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. Like the does like the torturing oh, yeah. and stuff. She is fantastic. And she's like, why don't you call your friends? And I'm like, oh, it's about time somebody brought this up. I'm like, I know why. As somebody who follows Marvel, like you're, they're not going to be able to afford them, or their contracts are done, all that stuff. So it's like, yes, I know they're not coming. 
But at least somebody asked the question. Why mm-hmm. aren't you gone? I was like, this is my mistake. I need to clean it up. It's like, eh, it's a subpar answer. <laughs> it's like, come on. You're talking about annihilation of the whole human race, and this is my mess. I'm not going to get any superheroes. I'm like, eh, it's kind of a weak sauce answer. Yeah. But I still recommend Invasion. Um, it's a great. It's a good show. Uh, Samuel Jackson's fun to watch. His grumpiness, though, is something else, though. I'll say that much. But yeah, that's what I recommend. All right. Okay. Um, I I'm gonna recommend something. I so last week I uh, played around with um, a new uh, food item I've never played with before at work. Play though. <laughs> <laughs> it's non toxic. That's a plus. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, uh, we Hold had on. some. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if if Plato made their food taste like something and made it com- not just non toxic, but like <laughs> edible, think of how much money they could make. Because those kids would be eating that stuff by the hey, pound. Look, I made fries. Um, um, um. Sorry. Go back. <laughs> That's an interesting conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, I've been dealing. I've I've had to make some special uh, diet meals, um, and so and there were like six kids that required each something special, something unique. Whether it was gluten free, whether it was vegan or something, and so I decided to make something that would fit all the categories. Okay, so that way it's just one item. For all of them, and so I, I played around with a new item I'd never played around before. It's, it's called jackfruit. Oh yeah, I've heard of jackfruit. I've never fruit. heard of this. So, um, it's it's a fruit that stinks, but uh, and it's very sticky. But uh-huh. um, when you play around with it, it can give you the texture of pulled pork. Oh wow! And so I that's what I did is I make I made a sweet pork um, sauce and I. Uh, cooked it with the jackfruit, and I made it look like pulled pork. And I made a uh, sweet pork taco um, with some cabbage, some jalapenos, and it was actually really good. Really? Uh, like, I mean, if you've ever had the sweet pork from, like, Costa Vida or uh-huh. Cafe Rio, mm-hmm. it tasted like that. But, I mean, it was with jackfruit. So it was 100% vegan, 100% gluten-free. Wow. And I gave them that for lunch. Did they like it? I uh, haven't heard back, but uh, if there were complaints, they would tell their mom. They their would, mom would tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I had some staff try it and they, they said they really liked it. They couldn't hardly tell that it was, I mean, it tasted like pulled pork. So, so if you're. How did you get the flavor to taste like pulled pork? So the jackfruit will absorb whatever flavors you give it because, like, on its own, it stinks. Oh, gotcha. And, 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 but, but, like, when you make the, make a sauce for it, uh, absorbs it really well and it takes on the flavor. So is it vegan then if you use like pork sauce? It was vegan. Yeah, because the the ingredients I used to make the sweet pork was, oh. was all vegan. Oh, okay. So was there like some like pork flavoring? No. I'm very confused. No pork flavoring at all, but it... it you just it, mixed... It, it, it wasn't... It didn't taste like pork, it, okay. it, but it had the texture of pork. Gotcha. Okay. So if you're looking for a... Uh, Pork alternative to be a little healthier, jackfruit is the way to go. Is it timely? 
Like, because you said you had to play with it and all that stuff. Uh, it was the very first time I played with it, and it was kind of my. It was a one shot, <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up working out. Okay, how how big is a jackfruit? Uh, jackfruits range in size. I mean, I've seen some as big as watermelons. Oh wow! But I mean, if you want to make your life even easier, you can find some frozen, or you can find some in a can. Hmm. Interesting. Never heard of this. Hmm. The more you know. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So my recommendation, um, I, I want to give it to, this is basically more or less kind of, well, for Jeremy, for the immediacy, because it is tied to HBO Max, which might I might not have a <laughs> subscription. That, no. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to do something that we've never done on one recommendation. I'm going to give you an introductory quote, and then I will give you my recommendation. So the quote goes, Question one. You're in Prague. A sniper is at the window above you. There's an alligator behind you and a grizzly bear in front of you. What do you do? Do you back some result, pry off the alligator's jaw, use that as a boomerang, taking out the sniper when it falls, when the sniper falls out the window, the grizzly bear will go straight for the easier meal? <laughs> the answer is C. So the show is The Venture Brothers. It is... Is this like a cartoon? It is a cartoon. Okay. It massively spoofs lots of pop culture, but mainly it spoofs, if you've ever seen the TV series Johnny Quest. I used to watch Johnny Quest as a kid. It was one of those Hanna-Barbera shows. But it massively spoofs him. But it is so funny because Patrick Warburton plays the doctor's bodyguard, Brock. And he's hysterical the 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 evil the arch nemesis of the doctor is uh, Professor Monarch, who is the most incompetent villain to have, and it just it just goes from one insane episode to another insane episode. At times, you're just like, I don't think they're ever going to do a reprieve of like you know follow up on the events that just occurred in this episode and they don't sometimes it'll just be like oh that happened like at one point in time a character dies and you're just like wait the character's right there <laughs> are, <laughs> just don't even are, are they they do answer it eventually but uh -huh. everybody just plays it off like nothing <laughs> huh? uh, i have to watch that then i've been looking for a show to watch because right now i have I'm watching Secret Invasion with my son. Uh -huh. I'm watching Hijack with my wife. And so I need a show for me because often I find myself like, well, I'm, I'm all alone. I mean, it's one of those things where as you're watching it, you're just like, oh, that's a Scooby-Doo spoof right there. <laughs> and you're like, and then a little while later, you're like, oh, that's a spoof on like. like Does Dan Harmon have his hand in it? Uh, no. Oh. But it is, it is done so clever. Like I, I do recommend giving it a couple of episodes because like the first episode is, is super grainy because obviously it was made for standard TVs in the early 2000s. So the first episode, the pilot episode, is not that good in format, but the rest of them for the couple of seasons are your standard box format until you know they finally do full screen for widescreen TVs. But it is it is so fun and just the oddity of everything. And especially when you can catch like a pop culture reference or especially a pop culture reference of the time, which the show starts in, I believe it first aired in 2002. So that is my one recommendation. 
The Venture Brothers. One show that I'm going to just plug real quickly that I want to hopefully recommend in the future is Strange Planet. Have you seen the trailer mm-hmm. for that? It's on Apple TV. It is a Dan Harmon. It's a new cartoon. And it's just this alien planet that takes what we do. Like that, I mean, they're acting normal to them. Mm-hmm. They're not spoofing us, but it is spoofing our culture. Like, um, like I'll give you one scene of it. So, uh, the they're at like a Starbucks kind of thing. They're like, "Would you like the small jitter cup? They'll jitter you for two hours, or would you like the big jitter cup? They'll jitter you for six or eight hours." And it's just like you know, making fun of coffee there, and then like. <laughs> Then the the person throws confetti on a different scene and says, tiny garbage. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like being very, like, just describing what we use, but in a very weird way, like Mm. in a very serious, like not serious way, but I don't know. Yeah. Not giving it these names of coffee and uh, confetti and stuff like that, so... I hope to give that recommendation soon. I will let you know later this week. Excellent. All right. Well, see ya.